0: so I've been telling you guys about this. I'm telling you guys about all their apps, really. they got the RotoQL app for the DFS dudes, the Daily Fantasy Optimizer. They've got SquadQL, which is one reason why I beat Evan from the Fantasy Feast podcast this week to go 3-0. and Because that helps you with the fantasy stuff. And they've got the BetQL app. That I've been telling you guys about with all the betting trends, the public betting trends, where the money's going, where the sharps are, injury info. You can track your bets as well. I love having these apps for everything. I I don't do DFS very much, so I have SquadQL. I have BetQL. They're both awesome. They're both free. Just go to BetQL.co or... Go ahead and just look on your, you know, on your phone, PetQL. It'll pop up. It's awesome. It's almost as awesome as the Even Money Podcast. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast for week number four already. We are rolling, although we are both down a little bit this week. He is Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. The only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. Hello, Steve. Hello, Ross. I am Ross Tucker, at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter and Instagram. I should mention, by the way, I'm giving away free Maddens on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Just take advantage of any of our sponsors, and rate and review one show. So, like, if you sign up at betonline.ag, use the code PODCAST1 to get a 50% sign-up bonus today, and then rate and review the Even Money podcast. Send that to me, Ross, at com. You're automatically entered to win a free Madden. I'm going to announce the winner of this week's free Madden tomorrow, but I got, like, 12 of them. So, uh, yes, you can... uh, You can do that. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Steve, let's get right into last week. It was not a winning week. Uh, I guess I would say that it was okay based on everything that happened. Crazy, crazy week with some of the upsets. We'll start with the Jets and the Browns. I had one unit on the Jets getting three. Which looked awesome, Steve, when they were up 14 to nothing, and awesome pretty much up until Tyrod Taylor got hurt. That is a bad beat.
1: No doubt about it. I actually made a small bet eventually there on the Browns, and wow, everything had to go right or wrong, depending on your perspective, for the Jets not to cover this game, including. Fumble recoveries and even down to the final three possessions, uh, it was a very fortunate cover for Browns backers.
0: Then we had Indy Philly. I was at that game. I liked the under, and man, I picked the under, Steve, on Wednesday. We record this usually around eleven fifteen a.m. Eastern, eight fifteen a.m. Pacific for Steve out in Vegas, and. I picked the under, not knowing it would rain hard the whole game, which helped as well. But just Wentz first game back, Eagles defense at home. Total was 47.5. I'm glad I put two units on that because the final score, 20-16. to So I won two units there, which was nice. Then we have Bengals-Panthers. I like the Bengals getting the three points because I thought they had a chance to win – I thought they'd keep it close. Extremely disappointed in their defense, letting Christian McCaffrey run all over them the way he did. I was not expecting that with the revamped offensive line at all. You put a unit on the over, Steve, which you nailed. 44 was the total. Final score, 31-21. So I lost a unit there. You gained a unit there. Neither one of us put a bet on Tennessee, Jacksonville, or New Orleans, Atlanta. Uh, I think we, we uh, the injuries were bad for Atlanta, so we leaned New Orleans. That would have been the right play, obviously. Then we had a best bet. It was the Broncos and the Ravens. We both put a unit on the Ravens. I put one unit on. You put two units on the Ravens, even though they were laying five points and they had a lead. But that still came through for us, Steve. Twenty-seven, fourteen, Ravens. That was a nice best bet for us.
1: Yeah, Denver, completely team, different team, I think, away from home versus the altitude advantage, especially early in the year.
0: Unfortunately, the next best bet did not fare as well. Uh, you put two units on the Texans. I had one unit on the Texans laying six. They lost the game outright to the Giants, 27-22. What a disappointment, Steve, the Houston Texans are.
1: I wanted to ask you, I think that the Texans' defense, I know the Texans' defense playing very poorly. How much of that, Ross, do you think it's losing Vrabel, their defensive coordinator?
0: That's a good question. I hadn't thought about that. I don't think much because they just went back to Romeo Cronell, who was really the coordinator before Vrabel? So I, I didn't think that that would be that much of a factor. I really didn't, um, and I don't. I don't know that it is. It's not like they got torched by the Patriots. Who'd they play in Week Two? Titans. That was like a fake punt. So I'm gonna say no.
1: And I. Bottom line is I was shocked that their D played so bad in this particular game. The underlying stats on the Texans still look good, but uh, at zero and three. I am no longer a believer.
0: Oakland, Miami, we both passed. Green Bay, Washington, we both passed. Although you had the stat that an away team coming off a tie was 0-13 straight up. And they were laying three points. And the Redskins crushed them. Steve, that was a blown opportunity.
1: Oh, I and 14 now, and I think we've would be best the next time there's a tie to look towards that stat
0: i was gonna say why didn't you do it
1: i ultimately wound up doing it ross um i uh, early in the week i'm a little bit more cautious than later in the week when i get more injury information i forgot you know i i tell you why i didn't do it because i was so concerned about washington's running game and the inability to run and then ap busts out hundred yards against green bay
0: Yep, you're right. Okay, San Francisco, Kansas City. I put a unit on the over, and you put two units on the Niners. Obviously, Garoppolo getting hurt didn't help you. The total was 56.5, but I still was able to crush the over because the Chiefs' offense is still electric, and the Chiefs' defense is still not good. So I got one unit on the over, uh, two units on the Niners did not come through for you. The Chiefs were laying six and a half. So I won a unit there, and I, and you lost two units. Then we had Buffalo, Minnesota. I put a unit on Minnesota. That doesn't look real good. Uh, final score, 27-6. to six. You were right about that second half under, Steve, that you should have taken. Um, but I lost a unit there. Then we had a bunch of leans after that. Uh, leaning uh, for Chicago, that did not come through. They were laying six. Leaning Dallas, I don't know if it's you or me, that didn't come through either. Leaning the over, New England, Detroit, that didn't even come close to happening. And then I put two units on the Bucks. I was rolling with the Bucks, getting a a point, that stunk. Godwin fumbles, he drops two touchdown, he drops two critical pass passes. Fitz has three picks. Dirk Cutter has no idea what he's doing in terms of clock management. And even despite all that, Steve, they only lost by three. I only lost by two, but still, it was two. So for the week, I was down two units. You were down one unit. And by the way, Steve, you were wrong last week, my friend. We did have the Vikings minus one, so we did lose those two units last week for the Packers-Vikings tie.
1: Mm, sorry about that. Normally I'm really good with my recollection in the end. What happened is on my own bet, I got the Vikings plus one, but not on the line that we quoted Wednesday morning. Uh, you know, on the Dirk Cutter thing, i got to comment on this because – NFL, multi-multi-million-dollar business for all these teams. And someone said to me, Fez do you really think you know what they should do, the play calls and the timeouts and the game management better than the head coaches? And I looked at him incredulous, and I said, a sharp fifth grader knows more. I mean, everyone knows that if you're kicking off from the 50, you don't kick into the end zone and let the other team have the ball at the 25. Everyone knows you – Go for it on fourth and one or two from the goal line unless you have a strong reason not to. And twice, Cutter just kicked out of the end zone from midfield, and at the end of the first half, Ross. This was the most egregious of all the situations. There's a minute ten left. If you're on the two-yard line, fourth and goal, um, this is an extreme statement. I would rather take a knee than kick a field goal. You get three points, you're just going to kick off and give the other team points back probably. They're going to get a three back, and in this case, Pittsburgh gets a seven. In what universe would any analytics person or anyone in charge of game management ever not go for that? You've got to
0: explain this to me. Well, I mean, the taking a knee is a little extreme. <laughs> I, think the, I think the taking a knee is, is false. How about, though, on first down, I think, they ran the ball. And then they snapped the, the play, they snapped the ball on the next play. It was either first or second they ran it. And they snapped the clock the next play with 15 seconds left on the play clock. Like, what are you doing? You, there's no – if that clock's going, you take it down inside the five at a minimum so that you're able to give the, the Steelers as little time as possible. Let me
1: ask brutal. you, in the huddle, you've been in situations like this. Are you um, stepping out of your lane in this situation, or would you actually say to the quarterback, hey, we've got to run this clock down?
0: No, no. You're, you, that's, that's for the head coach and maybe the quarterback to decide. That's not, you, don't, you don't do that. That's out of your lane. So anyway, here's where we're at. We're four of eight on our best bets. We were one out of two last week, so we're 50% on the best bets. Not good enough. You're up six units, Steve. I'm only up one unit, so we got to bounce back. So let's do it, Bry. All
2: right, Ross, let's start off with Thursday Night Football. It's the Minnesota Vikings. They are at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams laying six and a half points here, 49 and a half the total.
0: Should be a highly entertaining game. I encourage people in the L.A. area to get tickets and to do it via SeatGeek. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats you want for a price you want to pay. I'm telling you, there are tickets available for what should be one of the games of the year tomorrow night in L.A. If you're out there, you should absolutely. It's like Kayak. For tickets. You know, same way you look, you search for flights and it has Delta and US Air and United or whatever. SeatGeek's the same thing. Searches multiple ticket sites and even gives you a grade on every ticket. It's how I get most of my tickets, especially for like concerts over the summer or like a show with my wife in New York City, a play. Just download the SeatGeek app. And enter promo code Even Money today. That's promo code Even Money for twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, uh, Bry. I am. I'm going Vikings here. I think it's a close game straight up, but the Rams not having their top two corners. In this game, Marcus Peters is not going to play. I don't care what they say. Ram not having their top two corners against Thielen and Diggs. Now we'll see whether or not the Vikings can protect Cousins. But I really like that for the Vikings. They were humbled and embarrassed by the Buffalo Bills. I don't like the whole Everson Griffin thing hanging over them. But I think they come back. I think they play really well. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if they win the game. I'm putting two units on the vikings getting six and a half points
1: and you can grade that plus seven because it has gone up to seven ross i'm gonna lean to the vikings for all the reasons that you mentioned normally i like the home team on thursday night football with the short work week but after the debacle against the bills the vikings absolutely will have the game circled and further and i'm not sure if you got a better feel for this than i do I think there's going to be a lot of people in L.A. getting tickets on SeatGeek. I think there's going to be a lot of Minnesota fans that are going to be in the stands as well. So maybe not the normal big home field advantage for a primetime game. I'll lean Minnesota.
2: All right, Steve. On to Sunday, the Miami Dolphins, the 3-0 Miami Dolphins, at the New England Patriots. Patriots favored by 7, and the total here is 48.
1: So I'm looking at the underlying stats of these two teams, and there's no question that the Dolphins have not just been better but been a much better team. But the, pot, the, the spot screams for the Patriots to bounce back. I'm going to trust the underlying numbers a little bit more, but going against the New England team that's off back-to-back losses, I can't do it. I lean Dolphins.
0: I'm going to put one unit on the Dolphins just because the number's at seven. Is it seven and a half anywhere, Steve, or seven everywhere you're looking? Seven's the number. All right, so make sure, by the way, Todd Bergman, at LBirdman on Twitter. Todd, make sure you got me at at getting seven units, seven points for the Vikings. I'm putting a unit on the Dolphins. They've been the better team. I don't think they're going to win the game. I think the Patriots will win the game. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Dolphins won. And I do think that they keep it close. I love putting units on teams that I wouldn't be surprised if they win the game and they're getting a decent amount of points. Give me, give me the Dolphins one unit getting those seven points.
2: Next up, Ross, the Houston Texans getting a point at the Indianapolis Colts. Total, 47
0: well, Texans have been very disappointing. Maybe this is the game they break out, but I can't really predict for that to happen. I don't think, though, that there's a lot of scoring in this game. You know, the the Colts defense has been pretty darn good. This is indoors, though. so That gives me a little bit of trepidation, and the Texans did get torched by Eli a little bit, so I'm going to pass the game. But I would lean under here.
1: Yeah, I'm going to lean to the Texans. I'm very concerned about their defense. Wow, you should not get torched by Eli Manning and the Giants. And because of that, I just can't quite pull the trigger. But the underlying stats, amazingly, still good for the Texans. Yards per play and such. Lean Texans.
2: All right, Steve. Cincinnati at Atlanta. And the Falcons favored by 5.5 here. 51.5 the total.
1: And I am shocked by this line. The Atlanta Falcons on defense are a mash unit, down two safeties now, um, three starters out, other starters on the injury list that are questionable. Given that, I don't see how they stop Cincinnati. I think this one goes down to the wire, and you're getting, and I'm getting five or five and a half with the Bengals. Give me the, the Bengals, three units on Cincinnati.
0: Wow. Three units. I'm not going three units, but I'm with you. I mean, both starting safeties out. That's rough. The Bengals offense has been pretty darn good. It was really just the interceptions that slowed them down last week. I'll go two units on the Bengals getting those five and a half points. I think they either win or win or lose a close game, another one where a team I think has a great chance to win is getting a decent number. Two units on the Bengals. We got our first best bet. The best
1: bet.
2: Next up, Ross, the Green Bay Packers favored by 10
0: uh, against the Buffalo Bills. 45, your total. And I think that the Bills probably come back to earth after that Vikings win. Everybody patting them on the back. I think the Green Bay Packers bounce back. And win this game probably even by double digits but i feel like i need to learn my lesson from laying that many points last week i would just lean green bay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go ahead and lay that many points
1: yeah i'm very concerned about the green bay defense when i look at their schedule played the bears bears offense struggling played the vikings Vikings offense struggling, played Washington. Their offense is struggling. Oh, but none of those offenses seem to struggle against Green Bay. But I want no part of Josh Allen and the Bills, Ross. Like you said, they're probably still celebrating. Terrible spot for the Bills as a double digit underdog again. I pass.
2: All right, Steve. Detroit is getting three points at the Dallas Cowboys, 43.5 total.
1: I'm going to put a unit on the Lions. I think this one's all about Sean Lee. When. He is out, the middle linebacker for the Cowboys. They are not the same defense at at all, and a big part of that is he is great at identifying the tendencies and the play calling of the other team and having the appropriate play called on defense. Because of that, I'll take the Lions one unit.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I like the Lions. I like their approach last week against the Patriots. Now, they did have some game-planning stuff that they were able to take advantage of with Matt Patricia, but I, I don't like what I've seen from Dallas. I really don't like Dallas without Sean Lee. I think the Lions have a chance to win the game. Three is a good number. Give me two more units on the Detroit Lions now that they're feeling some momentum from that win over the New England Patriots. The best bet. All right, Ross, next up, Jacksonville.
2: They're laying seven and a half against the New York Jets. Low total, thirty eight and a half.
0: Seven and a half is not a number I like. I think the Jags will bounce back from a disappointing performance against the Titans, but the Jets are a decent team. They've had extra time to prepare. You know, they've got Darnold coming back. The the total's so low at thirty eight. You you can't go there cuz 20 to 17 you know you're almost right there. So, I would lean Jets and I would lean under.
1: I lean to the Jets as well. Bad short week in week 2 against the Fish off of a Monday night game and then another short week having to play Cleveland. When you got a rookie quarterback in a short week, I think that's very difficult. Now that they got the 10 days to prep, that's a pretty big edge lean Jets.
2: Steve the Chicago Bears laying 3 points. To the Tampa Bay Bucks and the total
1: 46.5. You know, the Bears really have a fine team. If they just had a quarterback, that would be uh, a team w- I'd be willing to wager on, but they don't. Well, maybe they would if they had Trace Daniel behind center, but I think this Trubisky, once his first series of scripted plays goes by the boards, he really has struggled completely. But that Bears defense impressive, and for Tampa Bay, Uh, They're going to have a really good offense and a terrible defense all year long. I would lean to Tampa now that this line has hit three, but no play for me.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, I I actually think Tampa, though, is going to win the game. I think Fitzpatrick knows he needs to play well. I know the Bears' defense has been good, but they still should have won that game Monday night. I I get it, short week on the road. I, I don't think Trubisky's good at all. I think Fitzpatrick is going to be able to score more than the Bears will. I'm putting two more units on the Bucks. I'm rolling with my guy Fitz. I'm doubling down on the Bucks, who should have covered for me last week. I think they'll at least cover for me this week. Two units on Tampa.
2: All right, Ross. Uh, next up, the Philadelphia Eagles, minus four at the Titans,
0: 41.5. So I think the Eagles win the game. I think it's a close, low-scoring game. The Eagles' defense, though, not as good on the road as they are at home. I think this is interesting that Alshon Jeffrey was just cleared for contact. Whether or not he plays, I think, does make a difference in the number. For now, I'm going to put one unit on the under 41.5. Mariota can't even really throw the ball that well, and the Eagles' defense is coming to town. Then you've got you know, Wentz is still a little rusty. The Titan defense has been good. In fact, I just talked myself into it. Two units on the under 41 and a half. And yes, I know that's a low number. I don't care. Two units.
1: Yeah, it's hard to see where the points are coming from. If you watch the Jacksonville game, wow, was that a low scoring game? The Eagles D has played worse on the road versus at home. That's one concern. I'll lean under in this game, but uh, no, no best bet.
2: All right, Steve, how about Seattle at Arizona? Seahawks favored by three, and another low total, thirty-eight and a half.
1: Yeah, I really don't know what Arizona is doing, going with Rosen. I don't like that quarterback change. I don't like Bradford, but I don't think Rosen's ready at all. Threw a pick-six that he was fortunate last week at the end of the game that there was a defensive penalty that saved him. Terrible pick-six. And Seattle, not as good on the road, obviously, but... Um, it's right where I made the number, and I'm not betting on Rose Rosen. I pass.
0: Uh, agreed. Uh, I don't really know what to say about this game. I think Seahawks win a close one. I would look to the under, but thirty-eight and a half is pretty – That that's a little too low for me. I'm passing this game.
2: Ross, how about Cleveland at Oakland, and the Raiders laying
0: two-and-a-half points with a total of 45. That's interesting to me. This is probably one of those, Steve, where you're going to tell me – The Raiders are due for a win. They're 0-3. And they probably are. I mean, they're coming off of back-to-back road games. One at Denver, one in Miami. Cleveland had extra time to prepare. But they also have extra time to show Baker Mayfield some things he has not seen before. I wonder about the momentum the Browns have after getting their first win in this game. I do think that... Uh, you know, there will be some struggles for Mayfield, and I think that Browns defense is really good. So I'm just going to go one unit on the under 45, and I'd be a lean to Cleveland.
1: I have a lean to the over. Uh, I think that Oakland, week after week, keeps having spots that I'm worried about their energy in the second half. They had to play the Rams, who took preseason off, so they were better in the second half, and then they played in altitude, and Denver rolled them in the second half. They played in the Miami Heat, and the Fish got them in the fourth quarter. Oakland's now been outscored in the fourth quarter, 3-37. to 37. And now we get a Browns team that's got 10 days off, so they should have the energy edge late. I could see points coming late in the game here. I lean over.
2: All right, next up, the Jimmy G-less Niners at the Chargers. Chargers favored by 10.5 now, 47 total.
1: Gosh, and I love Jimmy G. Uh, the 49er season is over, but at 10.5, I'm not going to lay double digits with the Chargers. I don't know if Bethard's going to play better than he did last year. I guess he really has to. Six-and-a-half point downgrade for the 49ers for the quarterback change, I pass.
0: Wow. That is a big downgrade. Um, I think the, I think Shanahan figures out a way for Beathard to be somewhat effective in this game. So I'd probably lean San Francisco getting the ten and a half points. I mean the Chargers don't really blow anybody out. I guess they did to the Bills, but that's not really their M.O. So I don't know. In fact, you know I'm going to put a unit on the on the Niners getting ten and a half. I think I think they can keep it there. Ten and a half is a lot of points in the NFL. One unit Niners getting to ten and a half. All right, Ross. Uh, the last
2: afternoon game: New Orleans at the New York Giants, and Saints favored by three and a half with a total of fifty.
0: So I wonder, the Giants have some momentum now with the way they played in Houston. They played pretty well. The Saints' defense has been atrocious to this point. I think fifty seems like a a low number, a low total, considering these two teams and what they've done so far. So I'll put one unit on the Giants catching the 3.5 and, and one unit on the over 50.
1: Yeah, I agree. The Giants' offense and Eli showed a lot of life last week, and the Saints are a dead nut over team with Breeze playing out of his mind and the defense regressing back to the horrific D they played a few years back. I'm going to go over with you, over 52 units. Best bet.
2: The best bet. All right, Steve, now we're on to Sunday Night Football. It's the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers laying three with a total of 51.
1: I'm going to lean under the 51. It seems these two teams oftentimes play very lower scoring games that are decided by three points. The Ravens defensively are giving up 4.3 yards per play. That's the best number in the NFL on defense, but the Ravens are struggling to move the ball. And oftentimes it seems that they rely too much on Justin Tucker just to get three points on their drives. And the Steelers, obviously they just had a shootout against Tampa, but Tampa is a dead nut over team lean under 51.
0: Yeah, I would probably lean under 51 as well. And I'm still not sold on the Steelers, man. I mean, they were very fortunate to win that game. And the Ravens' defense, you're right, is better, a lot better than the Bucks' defense. I'll put a unit on the Ravens, getting three points. Feels like Flacco plays well against the Steelers in Pittsburgh for whatever reason.
2: All right, final game Monday night. Football has the Kansas City Chiefs. They're favored by five. They're at the Denver Broncos. Our total, Ross, 56
0: Right, and I'm going to pass the game. I think the Chiefs probably cover here. 56 is a really high number, but the Denver Broncos defense is not what it used to be. So I'm gonna, I would lean under. I'd probably lean Denver, but I'm not putting a unit on this game.
1: So if you just bet the home team in Denver games so far, the home team has won all three of them. And I could see it continuing. I think that that altitude advantage in September is larger than any other month. Teams not quite in game shape. Um, Kansas City flying high, great offense, but that defense still very questionable. Uh, I could see Denver getting in the back door here, being down 10 late in the game and losing by three. So one unit on the Denver Broncos home underdog Monday night.
0: So here's something that's pretty cool, Steve. So if you send in your picks every week, I win. I get to give five of you a hundred dollars in credit on Bet Online. So go to podcast1sportsnet dot com, and you can send in your own picks on five games because I'm picking five games. Against some of the other hosts like Adam Carolla, Rob Riggle, Shaq, etc. If you send in your picks and I win, I pick five of you to get hundred dollars that week, which is pretty cool. Also, cool that you can still get that fifty percent welcome bonus over at BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts using the code. Podcast One to get that 50% sign-up bonus today. Again, betonline.ag. They're the exclusive partner of the Podcast One Sportsnet, your online sportsbook experts. That'll do it, by the way, for us, Steve. Let's, Let's do it, man. I got a lot of underdogs getting points. I think they have a chance to win. That's usually when it's my good weeks because half of them win, And then the other half half of those cover, so I win three-quarters of them. I'm hoping I have a big week. I'm hoping everybody else does as well. Listen back to the start of the show if you want to remember how to win one of those free Madden codes or hard copies. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast,
1: all available on iTunes at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be
2: found.